Nedarim Dafa. The last thing we were discussing was our Mishnah said that the husband could annul vows that make his wife suffer. And we said the, one of the vows is if a woman says that she's not going to take a bath. Rabbi Yossi said that's not uh, a vow that makes her suffer. And the Gemara explained, we're talking about a situation where she said, all the fruits of the world are going to be asur to me if I take a bath. But the Gemara didn't like that explanation for two reasons. Number one is because tell her not to take a bath and you won't need a hafara. That's it. And you, nothing will be asur on you. And number two, just the language of Rabbi Yossi doesn't make sense. Because it sounds like this specifically is not a vow that's going to make her suffer, and that's not true. If she takes a bath, then everything's going to be a sword to her, and she's going to suffer. So why should he not be able to annul? And with that, we're going to start Pe'amud Aleph, first word on the on the page. The Gemara is going to try to give a different explanation uh, to the Mishnah. Ve'ela, maybe, the Mishnah is talking about the Amra, that the woman said, Konam le'olam she is vowing that she will not benefit from a bath forever if she baths, meaning the prohibition, the vow only stands once she baths, meaning if she doesn't bath, then the vow never takes place. So really, the first bath is okay, it's only after that where it becomes a problem. And this is a mahloket that's going to be on the petet between Rabbi Natan and Rabbanan. Uh, in regards to different case, we'll discuss it there. But Rabbi Natan holds, if the vow didn't take place yet, then you cannot annul it. And Hachamim hold, he, he can annul it right away because it could reach to a vow. And the Ran explains that Hachamim only allow the husband to annul or the father to annul when it's a vow that has to do with Ainu Nefesh, makes her suffer, or it's between him and her. But things that you, you you could stay away from, like taking a bath. You don't have to take a bath. Maybe they cannot annul. So the Gemara explains. A woman said, I vow not to have benefit from bath, from water, from bath, if I take a bath. So, that's the reason he could annul. What's she going to do? If she bathes, then she can never bathe again. And if she doesn't uh, bathe, she's going to be disgusting. It could be she doesn't take a bath. For her to be disgusting, I don't care. But the Gemara pushes that because if the Mahlogit between Rabbi Yossi and Tanakama is if taking a bath is considered Inui Nefesh or not, then it should just say Rabbi Yossi Omer, Tanai Nefesh. Rabbi Yossi should just say, this condition is not considered uh, suffering. That was not the language Rabbi Yossi said in the Mishnah. He said, en elu nefesh. Meaning, from the Mishnah, it sounded like that the mahlokil between Hakamim and Rabbi Yossi is regarding the actual vow. If the vow has inui nefesh, then you could annul it even if the con- condition doesn't have uh, suffering. And it's not true at all. Because if the vow or the condition has nothing to do with suffering, then you can't annul it. Ela, the Gemara tries a different uh, avenue, it tries a different uh, direction. Ela de Amra, Hana'at hayom. She's vowing not to have any benefit from bathing forever 
if she reads today. And over there, Tanakama holds that not taking a bath for one day is considered suffering, and therefore the husband can step in and annul. Not taking a bath for one day is not a big deal, it's not considered disgusting. But the Gemara has a problem. Shanita imerhats. Okay, you explained to us in, uh, what it means in the Mishnah when it says imerhats. You explained it that uh, she said she's not going to bathe uh, forever if she bathes today. Great. Explain to us the case, uh, ha- or what exactly was, would be the vow in the case of I will not bathe. So if you want to say, If you want to say that she's never going to take a bath if she bathes today, then Then why does she need a farah? Let her, you know, let her take a bath, meaning get it done, and you don't need a haftara. So Amar of Yehuda he explains the Amrah Mishra. She vows that she's never going to take a bath forever if she doesn't take a bath in water that had linen or flax uh, soaked in it. Now that water is disgusting, and in order for her to be able to take a bath, she needs to do something disgusting that becomes inui uh, nefesh, that becomes suffering. And over there, the husband could step in and annul that vow. We learned something like that. Imlo et kashet, imlo et kashet beneft. A woman says, "I'm not going to put on makeup. I'm not going to decorate myself. I'm not going to adorn myself." Unless I put on myself uh, kerosene, something disgusting. It's disgusting. And over here, the only way she's going to put on makeup if she puts on, uh, only if she puts on something disgusting. And that would be the case of Ibloir Hatz, the same idea. And the husband could step in and, and annul. And Amar of Yehuda, he explains when it says, Imer Hatz in the Mishnah, De'amra, Hana'atr Hitzal Le'olam Alayim Imer Hatz Ayom. That the woman vowed she's not going to have any benefit from bathing forever if she bathes today. And then she swore, and then the part where it says lawyer hot is a swear that she won't bathe forever. And the mahlokit between Rabbi Yossi and Tanakama is if not taking a bath forever is considered inuin fish or not. According to Rabbi Yossi, he holds it's not a big deal. And according to Rabbanan, he holds it is a big deal, it is considered suffering. And same idea when she says imit kashet, if I'm going to put on makeup or, or, or dress nicely, it's she, the woman vowed, I'm never going to benefit from adorning myself, dressing up, if I dress up today. And she adds, and she also swears that she's not going to put on makeup, she's not going to dress nicely forever. And the mahlukit is, if not putting on makeup, not dressing up, is considered a fish or not. So the Gemara asks, If we're talking about a woman who prohibits herself uh, bathing through a swear, then in the Mishnah it should have said, these are vows and swears that the husband is allowed to annul. It should mention both of them in the Mishnah. So Amar Le Ravash explains Ravina Tene. Okay, then just add that word. Just write Elu Nidarim Shvot Veibaitim. Or you could say Shvot Nami Hainu Nidarim. You could say it's the same thing. That's what meaning. Not to get too deep, but Shvot and Nidarim same idea. Ditnan Kenidrei Shaim Neder Benazir Korban Shvah. If someone vows like the vows of Reshaim, 
it stands, whether it's in regards to a neder, nazir, korban, or even a swear. So you see, a swear is part of the whole uh, general idea of vows. But the Gemara has a side question. Did the rabbis really hold it? Did the rabbis really hold it? That in regards to Rechitzah, if someone doesn't take a bath, that's considered suffering? Or mean he, in regards to Yom Kippur, we learned Afal Pishasur Bechulan, even though you're not allowed to do the, the five Inuyin, and Anush Karet, the only person who's really Hayav Karet is Ela Beochel Veshotev Veosem Elachai, the person who eats or drinks and does work. It's learned out of Gizra Shabbat and Masechet Yomar. But if a person uh, wore leather shoes or a person washed his hands a little bit past the knuckles, there's no uh, karet over there. There's only karet eating, drinking, and working on bilvad. Now, and if you want to say when she doesn't bathe, they're suffering. If someone takes a bath on Yom Kippur, there should be hayav karet. So the Gemara explains, You have to look at the Psukim to really understand the difference between Yom Kippur and Nedarim. Someone has to make himself suffer. It's something that you could tell that you're suffering right now. When it comes to taking a bath, you don't know right away about the, the uh, about the, the suffering. Meaning, if a person goes a couple of hours without bathing, it's not a big deal. It's when you go a couple of hours without eating, you could you could see the person suffering. However, when it comes to vows, nafesh. It's milta de atiali de ainui. It's when it says leano nafesh, it's coming in the future, something that you will reach to a degree of suffering. Vechilora hatza, and when you don't bathe, then atiali de ainui. Then you reach a level of suffering. Now, the Gemara has a problem with Rabbi Yossi on himself. It sounds like Rabbi Yossi who held that uh, a person who doesn't bathe, it's not considered uh, suffering, he's contradicting himself. Because we have a bright that says, If there's a source of water, a river, uh, of, that belongs to the city, this is where they drink from. If it's their life, meaning them drinking, or other people drinking in a different city, and there's not enough water, their lives go ahead of other people's lives. We know the famous Drasha. Your life is before your friend's life. And same idea. If it's their animals' lives, that's their livelihood. That's where they drink from. And other people's uh, animals drinking from there. Their, their animals go before other people's animals. If it comes to their laundry and other people's laundry, their laundry goes first. If it's other people's lives and their laundry, well, we know. Other people's lives go before their laundry. So, meaning, if this, if it's up to this person drinking and living, or it's up to your laundry, uh, it's uh, this person uh, has gets to drink first. It's his life. And Rabbi Yossi the laundry of the people over here is before other people drinking. Because if people don't do a laundry for a long time, uh, it, they're going to suffer, and that's like high according to Rabbi Yossi. Now, hashtag visa Over here, you're seeing laundry. There's a tsar. If a person doesn't get to do laundry, it's a pain. It's such a big pain, according to Rabbi Yossi, that uh, the other person can't drink if it comes to your laundry. So gufo kulo lo A person's entire body, all the more so that. 
he should be able to uh, bathe, meaning it is considered a suffering. So why over here, Rabbi Yossi said that if a woman said she's not going to take a bath, that her husband can't annul that vow because it's not considered suffering. So the Gemara answers, Amrayin, you're right. Kabisa alima le Rabbi Ribiosi for him laundry is a very uh, stringent thing. It's a very uh, delicate thing. The Amar Shmuel Hai Arbu Bita Deresha grime on someone's head, Matiali Davira leads to blindness. Arbu Bita Demane grime on someone's clothing, Matiali De Shamu Mita leads to madness. A person not becoming uh, well in the mind. Arbu Bita De Gufa if there's grime on someone's body. It's going to reach to boils and sores. So Rabbi Yossi's thinking is as follows. Um, boils and sores, there is healing for that. But Shamumita, uh, where a person becomes mad, insane, uh, crazy, there, there's no healing to that. And that's why Rabbi Yossi, uh, laundry is much worse than the body bathing. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen Amen.